So hello, this is Andrew Devoff here. Uh, just wanted to say hi uh, to all of you guests, podcastees from the house that screams horror. And I imagine that's a place that uh, that you found on Airbnb that that sort of stood out, place you might want to stay. Why is it never, you know, the house that screams, come on in and have ice cream and cake? No, got to be horror. Very good. I wanted to say uh, thank you, guys. I'm here at uh, Three Marm Brewing just taking care of some uh, labeling cans and paying bills and all the exciting things. I have uh, have some beer, a nut brown ale fermenting away. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, thank you so much. I understand you're uh, reviewing uh, a little uh, film called Wishmaster. And uh, my, uh, my big thanks uh, to you all for that. And by the way, that... Uh, this is uh, Erica's third wish, and uh, so you know what? What the hell? I'm going to take all of your souls. So what is that, Erica? About eight souls I get? Eight or nine? Yeah, ten, something like that. All right. Very cool. <laughs> well, uh, hey, uh, happy uh, belated Thanksgiving, and uh, looking forward to uh, to a new, more or less, uh, COVID on the mend year. Have a great winter, and again, thanks uh, thanks for your attention to that little gem. Appreciate it. I want to hear you scream. It seems to be a sudden general explosion of mass Hi, I'm Kenny the Final Girl. I don't need you dead, Alexandra. I just need you to wish you were. And I'm Sean of the Dead. Don't you tell me how to run my business. You're a fucking bum. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the house that screams. Tonight's uh, topic, if you haven't guessed so far, is the 1997 movie, Wishmaster, starring Andrew Deboff as the Jinn. Tonight, (laughs) we have Dave Gurman. Run, insect. (laughs) Oh my god, that was so good. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so relieved. I'm so relieved. (laughs) Rob, the cinema drunkie antiquetta. You don't approve. All right, then. Fuck it. You know what I say. If you can't beat them, burn them, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's got good shots. Daniel, Nightmare Nerd Ryan. Please, child. Also good. (laughs) And Erica Wright, who is going to start us off tonight. (laughs) 
for your soul and a pack of cigarettes. No, I can't do the answer. <laughs> 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 can't the Quality answer. effort, though. <laughs> yeah, right. First effort. <laughs> super thrilled to be part of this episode. Um, I've been friends with Andrew Deboff for the last six years. Uh, met him at a charity event. We had a lot of stuff in common, hit it off, and now I'm his uh, website and administrator. And uh, yeah, it's uh, really fun to review one of the films that he's best known for. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time with this. So ask me any questions about Andrew that you were curious about. My question is, are his eyes really that blue? They aren't blue at all. They are oh, because because yeah. okay, I didn't know if those were contacts. I'm not. I've not seen a lot of his work, but I know in the close-ups, um, he's got those beautiful blue eyes. I'm like, are those real? Oh my god! Yeah. I guess it was his idea to get those contact lenses because he just wanted his close-ups to look different, and I think they look great for that character. And in human form, I think the gin is smoking hot, and it's like yeah, I yeah, very charismatic. Those eyes. Yeah. Now, see, did I just? Ask, I think I win the award already for the girliest thing said this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really, yeah, his eyes because they're so pretty. Okay. It's, 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 it's early yet. I was about to say it too. Yeah. Like, Give it yeah, time. <laughs> on a similar <laughs> note, um, his smile is he wearing like Invisaligns or something? Because he's always got those big, prominent, pearly white teeth. Um. He's just had like great dental work done. I don't think he had. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's got the best wicked smile in the business. Yeah. Yeah. When he does yeah. that wicked yeah. smirk, yeah, it's the best. It, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's I, like I a sinister he, uh, grin. Yeah, I love yeah, it. It works so well. Uh, he told me that the, the creepy grin that he does is uh, inspired by Richard Ramirez. Oh, okay. Oh, that, makes it, that makes it even worse. It's, That's yeah, keep popping up on this show. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. How how sore was his throat after each take of him in another 48 hours? Because he oh, screams God. all the time in that movie. <laughs> you know, he never mentioned that. Uh, yeah, he, he is really intense in that movie, though. Dang. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Money! I want the fucking Iceman! <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. I don't care what anybody says. No, it's good. I love, another I love that movie, too. <laughs> he is amazing. Favorite movie of his from that early 90s period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is fantastic in that. He is absolutely fantastic in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... I guess I'll ask the obvious question of how did he make the decision to uh, do his own craft beer? Okay, yeah. Um, I was actually um, with him at a dinner party when he made that decision. It was uh, so I um, I kind of followed Andrew's film work since 1997 when I read about him in Fangorias. I've got the vintage issue oh, here. Oh, that has oh nice. So it's so weird to think of 1997 as vintage. That's the year I graduated from high school. Stop. So I hear But for some reason, like, um, until I had reached this level of like burnout and health crisis from overwork, I was a social worker at the time. I had to like literally take months off just to get my health back, but I was just binge watching stuff on Netflix and they had put all the Wishmaster films up and they had some of his other films on there. 
I thought, oh yeah, and like what's Andrew Deboff up to these days? I was doing some searches online and saw that he was going to be at this charity event in Denver. I had frequent flyer miles. I thought, you know, why the hell not meet this guy? I have no idea what to expect, but I thought, well, you know, even if he's an Thanks. asshole, be a cool story to tell. But fortunately, he was like the sweetest guy in the world. Um, completely different than his screen persona. Like he's just this warm person. He wants to like give everyone a big hug, um, and he he does a lot for. Uh, charities and really has a soft spot for animals and uh, the environment. So he was like this, this really cool guy to hang out with. But um, I, uh, I got a little crazy bidding, uh, like donating to this charity raffle, because if you were one of like, I don't know, five people, you could go on this sort of semi-private dinner with him. And I was like stuffing the, <laughs> the raffle box. <laughs> <laughs> and then the irony was like he was gonna invite me out to it anyway, and I'm like, yeah, oh, wow, okay. no, but <laughs> well, hey, we're, yeah, it definitely went for good cause. Yeah. Um. So while we were out at this uh, dinner, like at this uh, this particular charity event, he was toying with the idea of having his own brand of wine made because he really likes uh, Malbec style wine. Good and, man. Good man. Uh, yeah. Um. And uh, one of his friends said, you know, why don't you do your own craft beer? You could do something, you know, based on the gin character. So he ended up doing that, and he did the first batch later that year and debuted it at Rocky Talk. So I have here an empty bottle of his own beer, um, Gin's Hellebrew. Want to review it? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it debuted at uh, Rock and Shock in... Worcester, Massachusetts, and uh, the first batch of it, like, they had really perfected the recipe. It was fucking hot. Uh, it has, like, habanero pepper in it. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. It was very pepper for me. Like, people were crying. That's me. Poor <laughs> <laughs> hot ones, baby. Yeah, yeah, for yeah me. you do like, heat, like hot your stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, you just always testing those hot sauces. I'm like, eh, no. <laughs> Right. So like in subsequent renditions, they cut the spice down by about 50 percent. And there, it's still there's still some spiciness and kick to it. But it hits you like after you swallow, like it kind of blossoms in your chest. And it's more of a, a Persian lime forward thing. So, yes, like it has to be Persian lime because the gin is a Persian. Right. Monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I love it. So he's he's developed a few other beers since then, too. But that's the flagship one that's cool. awesome yeah that's cool, cool. Sean, um, you so, loco no i'm i'm drinking a centennial ipa oh, i don't so i don't fuck should, with four loco i should look like a four you loco yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i would have called him out for that way ahead I've, of I've that had, shit I, i've oh, had some bad Jack. experiences with four loco I, I do not fuck with four loco anymore <laughs> i'll call myself Nobody. a sore here i'm drinking from a trash can but <laughs> loco is trash by my standards. <laughs> wow. That's a cute cup, though. Yeah. I got my gas station mug of Coke. And I respect, uh, the, I respect the pinky. I respect the pinky extended. I always do the yeah. pinky. Own it. It's Own fancy. It. It's the way we do things. Fancy. So, actually, on that note, I think we should probably head into the film. 
Probably. Um, I think so. I, I don't know if you guys probably want me to start off talking about the film. I'll throw in. Uh, who wants? Erica, why don't you talk about the film? What do you think, oh, Wishmaster? Yeah. Yeah. I think I yeah, like, come on, come on, Erica, tell us. <laughs> I think Watch I, out for uh, Rob. I it in the theater in 1997, and it is a fun film to see on the big screen. I did that. Uh, and I don't know. As we get into it more, there are things I love about it. Things I'm like maybe a little critical about. Um, but I really do love Andrew's performance in this. Of course, I'm biased. I, ever since yeah. I read about him in Fangory, it's like this guy who speaks seven languages fluently. Like that's fucking cool. Um, right. He still he still speaks a lot of languages. He keeps the skill up. I've seen him in action. Uh, <laughs> but I thought, wow, this guy's like just really intelligent, cool. So, I mean, that's, like, already kind of just that article kind of converted me. Like, yeah, I like this You guy. know what? It's funny how Fangoria did that to a lot of us because Sean spoke of, you know, that's how he really got into uh, Friday the 13th. It was a Fangoria, you know, it, you know thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and Fangoria had uh, some strong roots with me, too. So it's, it's funny how that takes us along our little horror journey. It does. Uh, well, it this really- is... You- you got you to gotta keep in mind, this was early internet, pre-internet mm-hmm. time period, you know? So it was like- This my, when the internet sucked. <laughs> right, yeah. you know, but but that was that was like my gateway into horror because, you know, I didn't have things like YouTube or TikTok or fucking Twitter or anything like that. It was like, you know- AOL chat room. Right, yeah, you know, I learned about- That's a horror story. But yeah, I hear you, like, uh, Fangoria was almost like my porn as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe without the masturbatory <laughs> Or maybe not, I don't know. Uh, that, but yeah, uh, like highlight of my Each their own, yeah. <laughs> Just pretty much live for that magazine coming out each month. Uh, so yeah, I, I saw it when it came out. And then, um, honestly, there were, like some things that put me off to seeing it then for a while. <laughs> I don't know if we should yeah. get into that an hour later. Yeah, we can get into that maybe later. We'll hear just kind Let's of a very general yeah. take on the film real quick. Yeah, um, I did enjoy the whole concept of this sort of monkey's paw type of thing, people's wishes mm-hmm. being twisted against their intent. and uh, then the Definitely other... a horror classic theme. Yeah, yeah, and I can see how this movie has cult status between that it does theme and then there's all these great uh, appearances from great horror actors like robert cameos yes reggie bannister the pharmacist he's right got a couple uh, phantasm yeah as the opening uh voiceover narration so there's there's a lot of tony todd he's like one of in paint hotter of some of my favorite we've got joe palato is our drunk uh Joe Pilato. What is that? Yeah. Is is a machinery operator, whatever that drops the shit. Yeah. And and can I just say, um, Kane Hodder's sculpted beard. Like I was, I made a note. I wrote it down. Kane Hodder's beard. Mm. The fuck. I know, right. Aggressively, yeah, contoured. <laughs> it was perfectly yes. like to the point I, of where we just kind of had to stare at it, like. Yeah. Are you serious yes. right now? Yeah. But, like, you're fucking Jason. Have some respect. Yeah. <laughs> Aggressively, so grew, perfectly. That's exactly how I would put it. Put it. No. I just, you know, I loved the, I loved all the cameos, you know, and, and 
with with all the the various actors from all of these oh, you know great horror films yeah ted oh, Raimi, yeah. Yeah. um angus scrim doing the narration at the beginning you know and then of course you have Ray, reggie and and yeah. even tom savini makes an appearance in the pharmacy <clears throat> you know so i mean it was it was really cool it was you know nice to see all of these guys and i think that that you know for me when i was younger that was a huge you know selling point for me that was seeing, yeah for me too seeing yeah all of these people because all these people i love I'm like yeah well <laughs> it's exactly. an amalgamation of the great 80s and 90s horror stars Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, set in a in a film that's made in the in the late nineties. Yes, that is yeah. that is filled with, in my opinion, douchebag dudes and shitty music. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, that's on the girls though, and the like the barrettes that don't really hold hair back. They're just in the hair. I'm like, yeah. no, don't don't <laughs> well, make me relive I, this. I already I, did this. I know. I feel like this. Honestly, this movie. I think it came out like. 10 years too late. Like, if it had come out in the late yeah, 80s, yeah. it probably would have been a much... That's a good way of saying it, yeah. Now, yeah. I'm going to do a little hot take for a second. I yeah. think, except for a handful, uh, a, a, you know, one handful, literally, of movies, uh, the 90s were a lull for horror. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. It could not top the 80s, and it didn't know what it needed to do. So I think we had kind of a weird mix. But there's like there's a handful of shit that's definitely worth keeping. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I thought everybody was going to jump on me about that. Well, no, I think I, th- I think this period of movies, uh, as far as the effects are concerned, you're between the 80s, which was all practical, mm-hmm. you know, the thing. And then, like, in th- this sort of era, they were starting to experiment with more digital animation, but it yeah, still really yeah. sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. But it was so it looks. It looks like it, for you, mystery science theater fans, this movie made me think of uh, Merlin's Shop of Mystical Wonders. The, the really <laughs> shitty like uh, effects because they didn't quite know what to do with it yet. Yeah. But we can yeah. forgive it that though. I yeah. I wanted to touch on that because you know, like we've talked before, huge fan of of practical effects. And yeah, I think the, the, the practical effects. I mean, it was K and B, right? Yeah, yeah. Greg Nicotero is the best part of this movie. And yeah, the, yeah, practical practical effects. the practical I remember, effects in this I, film are amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember when in the first season when we were talking about our favorite gore movies. This was uh, Wishmaster was my pick. Yes, and, it was. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but, just now uh, getting uh, around to putting it on the schedule, yeah. of course. Now, but but, yeah. but to to touch on what what David said, you know. We're in that that zone where we're transitioning to digital effects, and Kane Hodder deserved a much better death. Uh, he did. <laughs> than, than the he, shitty he, CGI that we and, saw. And even that his death scene, I think, could have worked if they hadn't done that sort of like almost like, hey, all of you folks with your 3D glasses on, we're gonna blast this glass, and it's just like the digital yeah. glass coming at you, and I'm like, yeah. Really? And, and it made me think of the uh, the, the stained glass night from um, young uh, Sherlock Holmes. Remember that movie? Mm. I Where they were just starting to get their hand their heads around digital effects, and it was like not great yet. Yeah. 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 So if anyone has this um, uh, Blu-ray oh, set, and I got nice. autographed by a bunch of people. Oh, so there's it's a four four film set, um, three and four. Uh, uh, yeah, those so, are the Andrew Deboff, 
uh, is not yeah. in this film. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so the, I, the I dude that replaced him looks like fucking think... Jameson Parker's, Parker's brother. In, the, in one of the commentary tracks, they talk about that um, that scene with Kane Hodder, and originally they did try to do something with practical effects where they were going to explode uh, glass, but it was, when they tried it, they just couldn't set it up in a way that was safe, and if they were having Andrew far enough away from it that it was safe, and then explode mm. it, then it didn't look, it wasn't sequenced right. Right, yeah. Um, and so they, they tried and just didn't work, so they went with that CGI thing, so the, hence the, but even even with the CGI, they still didn't time the explosion right, it explodes yeah. well after he walks through it, so I'm just like. Yeah, I was like, I noticed that too, I thought, delay. is it just me? No, no, they. It was, it was a seriously delayed <laughs> explosion of glass. So I, I was, it was still like, but but why? I don't know. I love that. <laughs> the death, just yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of CGI even under um, even now that it's more sophisticated. I would still rather watch practical effects. So that's absolutely right. Of course. I think because we enjoy the amount of work that goes into you, you appreciate the amount of work that goes into yeah. practical effects. Well, and, and yeah. practical effects do not age. Although um, not that digital effects don't require work too. I don't mean to say yeah, that, but yeah. But I mean practical effects, they they have a longer shelf life. They yeah. they kind of look better, I think, than your digital effects. And then there are times when digital effects are are a good thing. Um, it's not usually. I don't. I like to keep it out of the horror genre if yeah. we can. It's, but, it works well in in sci-fi. It works well in fantasy. Fantasy, mm-hmm. yeah, like Lord of the Rings yeah. and the Hobbit films, yeah. like Smog. How are you going to do Smog? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but in horror, we want that visceral. You want that, you want that visceral experience. Smog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, I know how Rob feels about this film. I love this film. This yeah. candy's candy. <laughs> Makes fun of me, and I don't care. I love this film. I don't care. But, no, 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 no. I, I, I think I think the shit out of it. There, there are some things about it that that I will nitpick. But since we were talking about the special effects, I just want to say my favorite, and there were a lot of great practical effects in this. Mm-hmm. My were. favorite, yeah, my favorite was was in the prologue when they're in Persia, and all of the the cursing, you know, the curses are happening, everything. And the one where the skeleton yeah. comes out of the body. <laughs> was, oh, yes. And you know something about for me, like yeah. how you know you won uh, uh. A, a special effects for me is if I'm laughing. Yes. Yeah. We, we, as we all know from former episodes, uh, I laugh at gore. And so uh-huh. I was cracking the fuck up. Now, I've only ever watched maybe 10 minutes of this previous to actually watching it the other night. So I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> once, once the Persia part was over, I was like, I gotta go. Anyway, so I, I watched it for the first time, actually. Um, but yeah, I was laughing. I, cause, so it was good. It was really good because it made me laugh. Like, there was so, so many great gross things. I was like, oh, I love this. So, yeah. Love and that. And, and for me, with, with practical effects, there's there's a, a fine line between, you know, your passive practical effect, which would be like the the uh, the woman who was on the bed with her face ripped off yeah. you know no no movement just a just a nice practical effect and then you have your active practical practical effects where it's you know there's movement there's you know you're seeing the 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 flesh tear and the blood <laughs> spill and things like that and i love that and i think they did that so well with that with that skeleton you know because yeah. not only does the skeleton yeah. rip out from the from the flesh 
But then you see the skeletons, you know, start attacking other people. And I'm just like, (laughs) it was really funny. (laughs) So it was good. And then it's on the guy's back. It's like you can tell it's like a yeah. puppet on, the, and he's like spinning around, and it's just a puppet. Like you know, spin more, man. Spin more. He's got the fucking yeah. love that. I would have loved no, to. Come on, come on, get off me! Yeah, no, that. no. The, the the another funny one is when uh later in the movie during the climax, where fucking Howard Berger gets his face smashed in. Yeah, and, was, yeah. and it's just like it's just like I was gonna bring that one up. I love it. They don't pull any punches, and that's what I love. If you're gonna do gore, fucking go all the way. So like they don't pull any punches. They're like, here, smash his face in. Look at it. I'm like, ah. (laughs) But that's what happens when you have a makeup effects guy directing the movie. You know what I'm saying? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Boys, go nuts. Yeah. And if I may, leads to my favorite scenes. No, no, Daniel. No, no, that's not what you say. That's not what you say. Say it. Say it, Daniel. If I may interject. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so cathartic. So cathartic. But seriously, the moment where he says, you know, where he looks up and it's the gin says, Oh, spare me, child. Yeah. It's <laughs> just phenomenal. That's great effects and great timing. Yeah, I think yeah, my definitely. favorite practical effect in this, it's the scene in the police station where the detective, uh, you know, is looking at this suspect. And he's like, I just want to get this guy caught dead to rights, you know, and all these witnesses. So the guy, like, just starts shooting people. And then he rips this one cop's jaw off. Yes. That was so great. That was <laughs> my favorite practical effect yeah, yeah that's, that's another great, great one. one i laughed yeah. of course. that took me back to uh, dr tom from day of the dead that's where my brain went was right yeah the well of the course day. it does if you're a marathon that's because I'm, I'm a i'm a freak <laughs> by the way the detective <laughs> that detective was fucking hilarious <laughs> that detective was frost from aliens you know yeah. it's like it was fucking great yeah, yeah, just funny, but who's who uh, yeah like, this movie yeah, or, everybody's in this movie. Know. Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's uh. Guess you didn't like the cornbread either. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course, the brother's the first one to fucking die, right? Got it in the horror movie, right? It's always got to be the brother. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. And I and I had touched on the uh, the shitty music um, earlier. Oh God. And and when I say oh. that, I'm I'm referring to like the the alternative grunge. You yeah. know, like, oh my god, I'm so hip. Right. We're gonna put this on there. Yeah, but this, the movie was actually scored by Harry Manfredini, uh-huh. who we know is is Friday the 13th and, and House fame. And we're not um, talking about the score because the score I thought was pretty good. The score was really good, though. Can go fuck itself. Yeah, the score was really good, but yeah, the, the 90s esque, mm-hmm. you know, alternative music can fuck yeah, off Denny. and die. I hated this fucking era because every I, I think you know what I'm saying I love how much as I love the crow it's all the crow's fault because every <laughs> movie after that had to have a non-stop fucking rock soundtrack yeah. I, I recently I'm, I I'm, 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 but there I, were a I'm couple get- good ones though the crow uh you know Queen yeah. of the Damned uh, oh, yeah. Demon Knight Demon Knight was good sorry oh no, but uh, uh, like I know this is not horror, but I recently watched the one with Jet Li and the oh, nonstop yeah. fucking rock. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ, dude! Shut this fucking shit off! <laughs> oh, I hate it! I hate it! Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. 
me. So, uh, yeah, I I really only made, like, uh, four specific notes. Yeah, and that's going to come into play later on if you're paying attention. If you're playing along at home, remember this. Okay. Uh, on your I, Wishmaster I like the, bingo card. Yeah, yeah, if you're playing along at home, this is going to come up. Okay, so I like... Uh, we're in Beaumont's collection. Uh, I had to point this out to Sean, who has watched this movie all the way through more times. I, this was my first time watching it all the way through. Walked in, and I'm like, that's Pazuzu from The Exorcist. Yeah. Fucking Pazuzu, yeah. He was like, are you huh. serious? I'm like, look. And he was like, oh. I'm like, how the fuck? Do-? Well, okay. Yeah, so there was that, which I thought was, uh, I thought that was the kind of cool little, I mean, it had a lot of uh, horror cameos in a lot of different ways. Uh-huh. I mean, there were so many, what? like, like yeah, this, and but you have to really be a fan to go, hey, that's fucking Pazuzu because who's yeah, gonna notice Buck, that? Buck Flowers' yeah. first line of this movie is, "Can you help out an old altar boy?" Altar which is boy, right yes. out of The Exorcist. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, and then you've got Pazuzu. Father. Yeah, I was in. Hey, father, can you help out an old boy, father? Right. And that, that one line, going my way. Yes, yeah. and that was right. actually, that's my fourth yeah. note, okay. is there are a lot of references, actually, that kind of harken back to uh, the Twilight Zone. And you guys all know what a big TZ fan I am. We, uh, if uh, listeners, you can go back to season two and find our special episode all about the original run of the Twilight Zone. But it, it does reference the original run of the Twilight Zone quite a few times with uh, some quotes and, uh, you know, uh, some ideas like uh, when the, the Ariella, uh, who uh, was working at the store and the, the pretty woman, and he's like, how would you like to be beautiful forever? You know, <laughs> do you like that? And, you know, friends. and she turns into a mannequin and that's uh, taken from a Twilight Zone episode, the going my way. Uh, there, there's a lot of teasy uh, references. So I, I did appreciate that. It was fun for yeah. me. And a lot of references to uh, different literary figures, sort of like a weird tales. Beaumont. Uh, Charles, yeah. that, Charles Beaumont is, uh, was one of the writers yeah. for the Twilight Zone, and uh, that's another reference. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Aaron. Uh, there's like someone with the last name. Uh, there's Derleth, who was uh, one of H.P. Lovecraft's friends, who then published, you know, Lovecraft's work, uh, you know, or helped help make him more famous and. Uh, Aikman. There's like several like weird fiction authors, but considering how many characters are named after weird fiction writers of that time period, like let's say 1930s, 1940s, yeah, um, it, it doesn't really seem to have as that weird weird tales vibe as much as I would hope. I mean, if they were gonna go with that, they should lead into it more and made it more Lovecraftian or yeah, it's almost like an Easter egg for like really big horror lit nerds. Yeah. That that part is like you really kind of have to catch on to it. Like Beaumont, of course, I thought of Charles Beaumont because he's one of the best writers on Twilight Zone. You know, Absolutely. so it's one of those things you got to know somebody worst, or know the, something. One of the worst jump scares, like, is an ineffective where um, Alexandra is wanting to talk to that that professor and then this woman pops up behind her with this mask on. I wanted to punch yeah, her in the yeah. face. I was like, she, I would have kicked her ass dead to right. Right. That, uh, that mask <laughs> is from this old uh, black and white film called The Mask, not to be confused with the Jim Carrey film by the same name, but I mean, That's it's a super obscure ass film that like almost no one's going to know what that is. And they, but they got that same you know, prop from that film and used it. So it's like, well, but almost no one knows what that movie is and the jump it's a neat little work. treat it's a neat little treat for the people who do know 
yeah. It's kind of cool. Also, the, the jump scare did not work. No, it didn't. It was one of those things, like, because I can't go to haunted houses, like, not like real haunted houses, but like, you know, at Halloween time, because yeah. I, I have uh, PTSD, and it's like you get that, like, adrenaline, and yeah. it's like fight or flight, and uh, sometimes I, I flight, sometimes I fight, and I got thrown out of one, well, luckily didn't get arrested, because I, I, I really beat the shit out of somebody getting in my face. It scared me. So I was just like, I'm going to kick somebody's ass. And, and I did. So I don't go anymore because mommy doesn't want to go to jail. <laughs> and, there, so and there's that restraining order. So you can't. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> like that bitch is crazy. <laughs> don't scare her. <laughs> well, can I, can I just say that this movie did one of my biggest pet peeves um, with, with any movie that involves a, you know, a God or a deity or an eternal being or something that has lived for centuries, mm. you know, or forever, kind of that really. that you know this this deity, this being, this you know omnipresent force comes to the present day mm-hmm. and immediately starts using the slang. Yes, knows how to work a cell phone. You know, like drives me fucking nuts. I don't know what I'm saying. Like yeah, it just drives me fucking nuts. I just lived for a thousand years and immediately shows up and is like you know using using some of the the fucking slang of the time and it's like yeah where he's like fuck it (laughs) yeah or the shit which was funny but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, you know or maybe slang hasn't changed that much that's right that's right that's a good point that's a good point yeah but you know something funny um speaking of like the persia thing um i i read a lot about how people had wished that it it was that story. That was the story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and, and, yeah, I was. That's how I feel. I, I you know, like we wanted to, to kind of experience like that whole thing as a story. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that that prologue that that mm-hmm. that scene in Persia. I would have loved to have seen that as the end of the film, and mm-hmm. everything that led right. up to that to that moment. Because mm-hmm. to me, like I love I love the film and will always love the film, but. That first like 10, 15 minutes are my favorite of that. You know, the, my favorite 10, 15 minutes of that film. Show me wonders. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and it's yeah, I I I don't know. I I have to agree that I I just think that would have been a more interesting story. Maybe because I really like that time period and just kind of like that went the origin of it, and then maybe do this as like the follow up. And this would have been Wishmaster 2, the story. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, because that opening has that rapid-fire bit of, like, special effects. You've got the woman turning into a tree. You've got the uh, intestine um, chestburster thing. The snake. <laughs> got, you've the got snake. all these rapid-fire special effects going on at, one, at once. It's really, which, really like, fun. Yeah, it was just great. Yeah, it was like a roller coaster. I loved it. Yeah. And that's, the, like, the, the credits and shit. <laughs> The problem, the problem is, is that uh, unfortunately they couldn't afford it because all of Persia is set in this one fucking hallway. Yeah, we can't afford the whole fucking thing. Oh, Seth. We can wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wish. Yeah. Well, why don't we think of Jombie from Pee Wee's Playhouse when I say wish? Did someone say wish? No, absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> Wish? Did somebody say wish? Jombie. I love Jombie. Well, uh. <laughs>
that's the end of my notes. So you guys better just take it from there because I, I have to close my mouth for a while because you guys don't want to hear what I have to say. I don't want to take from other people who may want to jump in. Uh, so, I feel like Rob was about to say something earlier. Okay, yeah. No, no, it's, um, I don't have many problems with it. Um, I will We'll say, uh, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but, uh, you know, Tammy Lauren's acting is just... <laughs> but uh, I, 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 will, I, I will... I'm glad you said that. Okay. <laughs> until, we get to that, until we get to that section. But, um, yeah, the script is... Um, it's not as strong. I mean, I guess that could be uh, attributed to Peter Atkins because he's... Yeah. Uh, not a strong script writer because uh, he wrote, I know he's most well known for writing Hellraiser 2, 3, and 4, and uh, those films are not uh, my favorite Hellraisers, particularly 2 and 3, especially 3. 3 is kind of like a bunch of shit. And uh, 3, and this one... I've only seen the first two. uh, Oh, 3 and this one kind of share the same quality, but Hellraiser 3 worse, worse is more worse off than this one uh yeah like and uh like sean said it's like um a whole like yeah he knows all the fucking slang but he's been in like the jewel for like a thousand years right you yeah. know i mean i guess like, you could kind of go suspension disbelief like he knows all because no, it's but, not no, sean, is, sean is correct sean is correct that is that is because uh uh once again i'm gonna go off on the action t- tangent um that's okay <laughs> i think that applies here uh, 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 I think uh, it, you could attribute it. Um, you kind of contrast it with uh, something like uh, Highlander Two. Where, uh, <laughs> Highlander Two, it's so fucking bad. Uh, Michael Ironside yeah. lived on this yeah. fucking alien planet for like how many years and shit, and then he gets to Earth, and he's like, "Oh, this sure doesn't seem like Kansas anymore." Like, how the fuck do you know the word? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You've been living on an alien planet for 500 years, but you know what the fuck... And to me, like, as an audience, I feel insulted by that. Like, do you really think I'm that stupid? Like, really? Why are you insulting me? I paid money for this. Well, I told I had told, I told Candy, I said, one another pet peeve of mine, and, you know, Rob, huge action fan, you may disagree. I love Terminator 2, right? Yeah. And... Oh, yeah. I, I actually like Terminator 2. I absolutely cringe at the scene, the the hasta la, hasta la vista baby scene, uh-huh. like when he's when yeah, when like, Eddie yeah. Furlong is is teaching him, you know this hasta la vista thing. I'm like, this dude's a fucking like robotic killer. Like, can we just <laughs> can he just kill? Does he have to like be cool? Too? Yeah, to suddenly become yeah, like oh, no. yeah, the cool. Hey, like, yeah, that's that's because they cut out the scene where they switched his like uh, his learning um right like yeah his they switched it on so he's able to learn so right. he 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 contains that information in in his central uh like you know i would think that's a yeah. cpu yeah his, CPU, okay. yeah his cpu yeah, yeah he, he contains that knowledge in there so that's why he he remembers hasta la vista baby but yeah like you know it's, why would he fucking say that why would he know to say that and right, like, yeah. oh yeah, this is a cool time for me to say this, to say hasta la vista baby, as I shoot this motherfucker after he's frozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just, that, that's, shit that's like that why, just drives me fucking nuts. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. why the first minute will always be tops for me, because Schwarzenegger's oh, yeah. just 
motherfuckers, he's not saying nothing. He's just killing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah. I can agree with you. <laughs> yeah, to the job. I didn't see a very good Arnold. No. Oh my no. god. No. Uh, I've been I've been following Arnold on Twitter since the whole uh, COVID thing has happened. And his videos with his like he has like a, a little miniature horse and a donkey that live in his house with him. And yes. like he and he like feeds them at the dinner table. It's the fucking it's got me through this COVID shit. OCG wise, where do they shit? That you know, I thought of that, but then I stopped thinking about okay, it. Okay, because let's just say, Dave, you are always OCD. Arnold can afford to hire somebody with a shovel to just go behind them and just. This is true. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying you're usually the one going to the cleanliness. I'm thinking, where are these things shitting? They don't have yeah, a letter box. I, 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 oh, I, I thought of it. I did some. I did some diagrams actually. If you want to see them. <laughs> I can do it in my head. We'll see I now. Thought it was now I'm picturing a, a mini horse with a diaper on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll just move off that. I'll be um, back in a minute. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll move back. We'll move on wow, wow. I, uh, Got weird even for me. So yeah. I had my, I, I said my four notes, my four things that I had to say, and I made sure that they were positive things. Um, so I guess we'll move on to the things I did not write down because they're kind of fresh. This just happened the other day. Almost as fresh as my hair dye that happened last night. Okay. Um, <laughs> that looks good. Anyway, but, uh, so I, I got to start nitpicking. I need to do it. I can't hold off anymore. Please. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. I, I really want to have at it for a second. Um, yeah. one, I, I did have my hot <laughs> take about nineties horror, except for literally a handful of movies. 90s horror is very cringe. This uh, does have some redeeming qualities. It's not Scream 2 or anything. You know, it's it has some redeeming qualities. Um, I knew I was going to get robbed with that one. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I uh, For me, I there was only Scream 1. I, there was no other. I, I did no a recent rewatch of uh, Scream 2, and oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just really want to. I wish somebody would just kill me right now. Please. <laughs> Put a fucking sniper beam on me. I'm I'm here. I'm available. Anyway, okay. So we. Screen after the first. Actually. There are no screens. Uh, first one. It's they're not. It's not real. Anyway. Good point. So, good point. 90s horror. Um, yeah, because I'll give Scream all the credit. Scream's one of those handful of movies. But um, as far as like you know, I think this movie. And and some of the other uh, there are there are you know something like The Craft which I don't think is like one of the best horror movies ever made or anything. It's a fun movie. Do I like it? Yeah. Is it great? It's shit. Um, and it, it suffers from what Wishmaster suffers from. It's like, hey, we're young, we're hip, we're in the '90s, and we're gonna just, just fucking drown you in that. The music, you know, the style, and like, did you guys think that this was gonna be in style forever? Did you think right. that this was gonna work forever? Like, it's just mm. annoying to me. Probably because I really hated the '90s. I just, I really didn't like it. It wasn't good for horror. It wasn't good for me. Like, let's just can we move past that? Anyway, so I, I, I hated this film, and also um, because uh, I am sort of a makeup beauty maven type not that i'm gorgeous i just enjoy the products and and doing this stuff um but, what gorgeous no yeah. you said the wrong thing 
You are gorgeous, <laughs> but, and I want you to fucking own that shit 100% of the time, sis. But see, okay, this is where I'm going with it. I I think, you know, when you are, especially as, like, an actress or somebody who's in the eye now, we have, like, these influencers on social media and whatever. When you have a specific thing about yourself that, you know, doesn't give you, like, you know, sort of, it makes you stand out, maybe not in a great way. Like, my nose. Um, I definitely, I have to contour my nose to play it down. It's massive. I consider plastic surgery two times. So I will never, ever focus on my goddamn nose. So I'm just going to say, if you got ears like that, don't pull your hair back. Maybe do it like something. Wear it down. (laughs) Every scene. And they're all up in Tammy Lauren's face. And she's not ugly. She's not, Okay. Um, I think she's she's attractive, but with those ears, like, I, how does she look in the mirror and go, this looks good? Nobody's going to look at this. Every time I looked at her, all I could see was ears. Unless she had her hair done, I was like, thank God. Thank God. Somebody somebody was like, you know, let's wear your hair down today. <laughs> I'm really watching out for her. Tammy Lauren, no offense. I know you're probably not going to listen to this, but I'm just putting this out in the universe. I'm sorry, but, like, you know, we all got to play to our strengths and minimize our weaknesses. Thank you. I, I, I think from what we've heard, she could take all of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, when, when, when Candy just said that, it, it reminded me of, uh, remember that uh, uh, Family Guy uh, Star Wars special with something, something dark side where Peter yes. goes, you you could look. You look like you could pull the ears off of Jennifer Garner. I think you could. You you could switch out Tammy Lauren for that as well. As <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'm I'm in that zone too. Like I am gonna say some really catty bitchy stuff, and I'm gonna walk out. back. But first, I'm gonna let loose with the bitchy stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll heal together. My. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest gripe with this movie, even since when I first saw it in 1997, was Tammy Lauren's performance. Thank and, you. <laughs> uh, and and then I thought I thought maybe it's just me. Well, my uh, my Russian extreme filmmaker friend Andrei Iskanov said I I was talking to him about this. He's like. He has the Russian edition on VHS, and he watched it when it came out. And he said, said, Tammy Lauren's performance destroyed my erection for six months. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 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 Especially the scene where she's um, having visions of what the gin's doing, and she's freaking out. So, okay, here's where I'm going to walk back the really mean comments I just made just yeah, a little right? bit. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Um, wow. Apparently, <laughs> when, she could actually say that she was quoting someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Andreas Kanab's the one who said that <laughs> I'm not in disagreement there, but um, <laughs> apparently... Apparently, like, if you listen to interviews, and there's also the the actor's commentary track on the deluxe edition. Um, <coughs> see, I, I was, like, blown away when I heard, like, she and Andy apparently studied under the same acting teacher. And I'm like, how uh, is this possible? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Because he's, like, so good. On, and, hmm. on, like, some, some TV show from the late 80s. And, I mean, she was 
her acting was totally fine in that. So it's like, okay, there's something wrong with the direction or there's some other thing. Apparently, uh, Robert Kurtzman is like, you just have to like fucking freak out. And like, we don't even know what you're seeing at this point because they were apparently doing last minute rewrites or they weren't sure how they were going to edit these scenes together. So especially that scene where she was on the floor, uh, you know, like talking to Robert England and he's trying to shake her out of it, but she's just doing this bug eye thing and just freaking yeah. out. Um, like she was directed to just freak out and not even know what she was reacting to. And the camera was like way up close on her face and it wasn't a flattering yeah. shot at all. So I guess <laughs> she was super embarrassed by this that uh, particular scene too. And she was like kind of mad it ended up in the movie uh, according to the commentary track. So like, okay. So that's like one way it's like, okay, this wasn't totally her fault. Another thing that um, probably impacted my dislike of the character and the overall performance had to do with the script too. I, I feel like certain parts of the script were just ridiculous. Like, um, and not the main parts, like most characters were fine, but the way they wrote that character for Alexandra. Why is she a gemologist and a, a junior high basketball coach? I had that question. Why? Thank you. And like, why does her sister thing. still live with her? Like, they're clearly, like... Yeah. I was just about to say, yeah. like, in the whole thing with the sister and this awkward conversation <clears throat> they have about their parents dying in a fire, this is, like, the clumsiest exposition I've heard in a in, long time. I was like, and here's our plot points. Like, yeah. people Pay attention. don't fucking have these conversations in real life like they could have shown this if they had to include it in the plot at all they could have had some kind of flashback or uh, maybe maybe like, have like Alex have a nightmare yeah, yeah like have a nightmare where she wakes up after you know reliving the death of her parents or something they didn't need to have this clumsy exposition and then uh in the commentary they also pointed out after having this conversation about you know our parents died in a fire and you're you know like all this crap and Alexandra's going to bed with these, like, open flames and these candles and she, at the foot of her bed. Yeah. I know, I, I would say that, and I'm like, what the, maybe we know why the house caught on fire. What right? the fuck is this? Who sleeps like that? Certain things with the writing that are just kind of, with, around that character in particular, that are just kind of inexplicable and kind of cringe. And also the whole the whole basketball thing and the whole tennis thing. So um, apparently in, in real life, Tammy Lauren is a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh. Why could they have, they have did so many last minute rewrites in the script. Why not have her be a part-time teacher at a dojo where she's right, teaching yeah. Taekwondo? Because the stillness in the mind would actually work better in a, in a, martial, uh, arts. In a martial arts setting yeah. because yeah, it's a lot of, you know, body and mind kind of stuff. And she yeah. said um, that she has, like, zero coordination when it comes to playing basketball. She literally cannot dribble a basketball, she said. Um, it took, like, hours and hours of shooting the tennis scenes to make it look like she could play tennis or even hit the ball. Like, <laughs> that, like apparently those ball sports are just not her skill set. So it's like, so, like, some things I didn't like about her performance weren't entirely her fault. Yeah. There were things with the, the writing and the direction that... Um, you know, didn't really help things. Yeah. Well, she yeah. didn't do anything for my balls either, so. Sean Williams' joke of the night. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, 
make me a bitch or whatever. I just like, and I wasn't trying to be like, oh, you're ugly because I don't believe in that. I'm yeah. just saying like play to your strengths. And this is something if you do any kind of like makeup or beauty work or whatever, you're into that stuff, you know that you have to play up certain features. Like I play up my eyes I and, and all that. So you're not looking at this schnoz. You know what I'm saying? If I had ears like that, I, I do wear different hairstyles. You know, like, okay, so you're not looking at, you're looking at everything else. Like, oh, I've got great eyes or, you know, oh, she's got, you know, great mouth or something. I don't know, something. You know, this is not what you do. So I'm just saying, like, that's just maybe the person who was doing the The makeup, the the kind of beauty makeup and the hair should probably have rethought some things. It was was distracting to me, but maybe that's just how I am. Maybe they didn't like her and they just wanted to fucking have her looking like shit on screen and say, let's let, let's let the ears hang let's out. make <laughs> sure that her hair is constantly pulled back like 95% of the time. So that all you look at is her ears. And yeah, you can look at, at the same time, you can only focus on one ear or the other. So your eyes go back and forth. And then you're like, oh, dialogue is happening. Okay. <laughs> I'm so mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, like, get your shit together. It's just You're happening. Dirty. You're like an actress, for God's sake. She's like a less talented version of Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my sense, and that's coming from my area of expertise. You know, if I were, like, if, uh, like if Sean and I were working on horror movies, I'd be doing the regular makeup and hair, and he'd be doing the special effects. You know what I'm saying? That's my area of expertise. That was just my info, and it's not meant to be bitchy or catty, and I love women. Sorry. The end. I have to apologize, because I don't want to sound like a bitch. No, it's not no, a bitch. I, no. No, no, I, no, 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 Candy. I, Candy, I agree. I love women, too. I love women, <laughs> You can't. It's avoiding the elephant in the room being Dumbo. Oh! Put away then. Put him. Oh! I can't. I can't even really talk shit about uh, her ears because I got some ears myself. Like in my family, we all have what we call the antiquary ears, where we all got these fucking ears that like have like points on them. Like I got Spock shits on me. Nice. Well, you know what? Awesome. Got, you, know? <laughs> you may you may not be able to see it now, but when I look in the the mirror, I have one ear that's shaped differently than the other. It's true. But I but I wear them well. He does. You look yeah. good. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Exactly you're this welcome. man's nose, so you yeah. know I just make it work. I have to you know, the same size. When this episode airs, they should have hashtag ears, you know, when you post yeah. it. Hashtag yeah. Handy's bad beauty. No, I don't think <sighs> my beauty advice is bad, actually, but whatever. No. Well, you know, one of my another another thing is one of my testicles hang lower than the other. Oh. So. Uh, wow. Um, I was just. Awesome. Uh, I, I was trying to get a rise out of Daniel. I didn't see that one coming. We were trying to make sure you were awake, Daniel. But yeah, uh, women's breasts, they are, they're not they are not symmetrical, just so you know. I have two toes that are the same size. My sister calls them the twin towers. <laughs> I, have, I have that too, actually. Like, <laughs> My second toe is longer than my uh my my big toe. 
Oh my god. In my absence, you went straight to perversion. You went straight to hell. What is wrong with people? It took us an hour. We didn't go straight there. It took us an hour. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, calm down. I want to talk about one thing in this movie that bothered me. We're talking oh, about things that okay. bother us. Yeah, I'm gonna have something. I have something, okay? Yes, okay. Let me look at my notes. Hang on. Okay. So the scene where our heroine with the big ears, we've established that. Ah! When she when she goes to her friend, right? Her friend Wendy. And she's talking and everybody oh. knows that Wendy is actually the gin, right? Yep. And it just goes yeah. on for like 20 minutes. And we all know yeah. that it's like, come on, get on like, with it. Would you like something to drink? No. Yeah, no, why do you care? No. Would you like would you like no. something to eat? Don't you want to make a wish? What the fuck? We all know what's going on here. That scene went on way too long. Yeah, yeah. it was really by that, 10 minutes about too yeah. long. <laughs> it was pretty funny. She's like, why do you keep wanting to do stuff for me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go, weird bitch. Once they swap her out for Andrew, though, like his, his like performance in that scene is really menacing. Although, I, once oh, again, yeah. I like his human form better than the monster form, which might bring me to like a I, slight nitpick. I uh, do have a, a quick question about. I'm sorry, I interrupt because I, it leaves my brain. Um, I ADD. Uh, but so like, Andrew's voice when he's the gin, is that yeah. actually his voice, or was it like run through like auto, uh, like a that computer? Actually, his his voice, but it got more gravelly because when he was in that that makeup, he couldn't eat solid food, so he was drinking protein shakes and eating gummy bears to keep up his energy, and it made his throat all like. <laughs> See, I was like, yeah. it, it, it was kind of like Christian Bale as Batman, except yeah. of course he's he's way better because it, it makes sense with the gin, not with Batman. It's annoying too because that fucking like, Christian Bale Batman voice is fucking the bane of my Well, that's the universal truth right there. I was just wondering if it was his real voice because I mean I think it works well, but I was like, is that his real voice because he's doing a great job? You know, but I, I was thinking like throat nodes and like damn, yeah. that was yeah. really good. But I was like, it, it was so like. Happy accident, I guess. So yeah, but they didn't process it to make it deeper, more gravelly. His voice is very way deep, more sexy. Yeah. Just rose even more. I mean, that was <laughs> awesome because that's hard to do with your voice because um, you can get throat nodes and and some people just their voices won't do it. So I was like, yeah. but I was, so I was pretty sure it was processed, but I had to ask because I was like, that's really fucking amazing how he can do that. Yeah, that was great. So awesome. Yeah. That's the thing I know. <laughs> I just want to say I wasn't expecting to hear I wasn't expecting to hear throat nodes tonight, so I'm I'm good. I got that on my bingo card. My I'm a singer. I'm constantly thinking about throat nodes. How do you spell nodes? This was really the first time I will say this that I because I didn't really watch the film the first time. I was such a I was such an 80s horror snob that it just. It was cool, and then I was like, and now it's the 90s, and I gotta go. So this watching this, I was very, very impressed because I had never seen or or had known it was Andrew Deboff in it when I saw like Toy Soldiers or anything like that. So this is my first time like really appreciating his work, and I think he did a really, really fucking good job. Like the gym is really an amazing character, and uh, I was very impressed, and I loved him when he did like his human form. He was very charismatic. He was it, just the way he talked and the way he looked and the eyes thing was a great idea. Now that I know their contacts, but gorgeous. And, um, you know, it, it was it was he was so smooth and just okay. I, I, I don't know, persuasive. I, I really loved it. It was great. 
I think the I think the makeup for the gin was really well done. Um, oh yeah, and the teeth. Oh and, and yeah, the teeth. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. Cool jagged. And, yeah. Tentacles. They look great. And, oh Andrew, yeah, there's stories about that. So yeah, they had these yeah. uh, radio controlled prehensile. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna ask the, about yeah. those. I was gonna ask about those. Yeah, I was. Me too. <laughs> and uh, yeah. then there, like another interesting special effects story slash mishap. So the scene where um, Alex asks them, you know, makes this first the, the you know the, the free wish he gives her like blow your brains out wish. Um, they they made a mistake with the the squibs they put on the top of his head to create that effect, and they gave Andrew a concussion. Oh, shit. <laughs> it like oh, cracks in the head and like, like really bad so you see the shutter that he does that wasn't really acting it was because that that explosion did, was just a little too strong yeah I knew it the scene. and then according to the the interview with him that or more multiple interviews he said like it was incredibly painful and he just like lost his shit right after they finished that scene and he just like tore the set apart <laughs> Did they oh, put the squib? Wow. Yeah, all kinds Did of they put the squib in upside down? Um, I'm not sure if it was upside down, but it, they weren't accounting for the fact it was right up against the metal plate. Oh my and god! And the fact that it's wow. that plate, like, yeah. Wow. It didn't, it didn't go off right. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that was actually going to be my quote, but I couldn't. I didn't know because I was afraid. Whatever. I'm not going to say the word. But I was just afraid my voice couldn't do it. Because um, I was oh, going to yeah, get a quote can't. right after that where he's like, if it's any consolation to me, Alex, that hurt like hell. But I can't do the scream. <laughs> I will not do that. My voice. Buck Flowers line of like the, what was it? Piss complected afterbirth of a Chinese gangbang. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, wow. I like pause it and look that at the, the subtitles. Like, what did he say? <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds like something fucking Buck Flower uh, improvised. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I there was some creative stuff. shit in there. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't see Peter Atkins fucking coming up with lines like that. He didn't. After birth of a Chinese gangbang. <laughs> right. No, I just think that whole scene was improvised between him and Reggie Bannister because. Yeah. Uh, I see that it really had a, like a very interesting, like almost like believable, like vibe, like definitely they're they're fucking pissed at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess there were like a dozen of different takes with Buck Flowers just saying all this ridiculous stuff that was just off the cuff. <laughs> it's hard to pick I which, which quotes to use because he did right. a lot of You don't tell and me so how the Chinese gangbanger <laughs> one made the cut. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine what can you imagine what wound up so on like, the editing I'm, room floor? Yeah. Like, right. Are they because if that one made the cut? Right, the one with the donkey. No, we're not using that. No. Uh. That one. <laughs> the schnauzer. Nope. 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 <laughs> Chinese gangbangers probably are safe as best. <laughs> right. That's the one they went with. That's the least offensive. Okay, one. we're never hiring Buck Flower again. Never. Buck Flower's a legend. Oh my yeah. God! Yes. He's cool. Like. <laughs> He's always that guy. He's always that guy in every movie. Is- and I'm I love back. it. You always be great. babes in the slime bowl, Bolarama. He was in that. That was like, he was really funny in that movie too. But crazy drunk driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love that. <laughs> no, like now that we're talking about it, I've been sitting weird. Like, uh, <laughs> I've been. Sitting 
I've been sitting by my foot has been under my ball for like the past. Starting to cramp up and shit. So let me move. Wait, what, what's cramping your balls so in your foot? Oh, like, like and there it is. Now they're getting stuck in my thighs. I got a fucking. Oh, we have fun. We have fun. We do. Oh, don't we, we have, have fun? fun? We do. We really do. <laughs> we really, really do. <laughs> for me, I wanted to say something about um. You guys know my love for Tony Todd. Uh, yes. We yes. we spoke of that in Candyman, and it left such an impression on me that I'm like forever in love with him. So mm-hmm. that little cameo he does, he's like, you know, he's such a badass. So he's Johnny Valentine. Now, you tell people that. Yeah, you know, when they ask how you lost your eye, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, tell him, you know. <laughs> but I knew it was gonna go bad. Yeah. But I was just like, you can't do that to Tony. But this, okay, I have to interject. Sorry, Daniel. This is like <laughs> one of my other complaints. Didn't it seem like the the gin was really like look? He's like, don't you want to like wish for something? And, and Tony Todd's like, no, I'm good, man. He's like, don't you want to like escape? He's like totally like <laughs> yeah. feeding him his wish. <laughs> And, and Tony yeah. just goes, yeah. And then he puts him in the tank. He's like, wait, dude, he didn't fucking wish for that. It's yeah. like the gin was totally fucking leading him. Well, that's yeah. why you have to word it. I mean, and I think that they... But they, Tony Dodd didn't just, say anything except, yeah. He went, yeah. And he's like, okay, fuck you, you're in. <laughs> but I mean, that's all you have to say. That's the consent of... Basically they made the, the gin like a personal injury lawyer to me. I was like, he was totally <laughs> leading the witness, you know? But yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's... But that he... he, he that's his. That's Doesn't his your life suck? He's like, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess it does. Yeah, it and seems don't a bit you of a stretch. You get a from it? Well, who the fuck would say? But I mean, doesn't the person no, have to? W- doesn't the person have to wish for the thing? I thought that too, but I think what they did was actually more masterful because who actually says I wish? Like, gee, I wish my life didn't suck. Then why like, does he bother at all? No, he can just say you wish. He has to. He's the fucking <laughs> wish master. Poor Tony Todd just went. Yeah, and he's in a fucking tank. So he, yeah, know? he like, let him, but he did consent. He gave his consent, and mm-hmm. that's how he is. Nobody ever said, except for Alexandra's, just straight up said, I wish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone else just kind of gave a consent where yeah, he let I, it. I'd like to have XYZ or like for XYZ yeah, to happen. And just yeah. Technically, a wish. You, it's a oh. one wish that you have conveyed nice. to Jin. Do you see what I'm saying? And I think that makes it uh, better, actually. Because nobody goes around saying, I wish. It's like that moment in Ega. Who says we? Nobody says we. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, I got David. Yeah. Oh, let's have a spit take there. <laughs> if Alex had said, yeah, I'd like a cup of coffee right now that would count as one of the as three wish. wishes right yeah what would happen what, what would happen if i would have said i wish for no springs <laughs> right i've got oh, the tattoo really? on my leg would, 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 would coily <laughs> pop up and and you would never yeah you'd never be able to play golf again yeah <laughs> guns huh Sorry yeah. for that. Sorry yeah, for no, the mystery times here. Lots of loose no, dirt to bury somebody out here. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think that actually, like, if it, it was reliant upon somebody saying, I wish, the movie would really kind of be so clunky and it would move a lot slower because people wish things. We all wish for something all the time, every day. It's just sometimes it's in a yearning or a want 
or like, God, I wish not, not, not even say, but not saying I wish, but like, man, it'd be really cool if X, Y, Z happened today. You know, those are all wishes that we make. And I have to say that this is one thing I do approve of in this film. I like that. It's like that. Because I think it's yeah. very, it's a lot more realistic. If we're going around waiting for motherfuckers to say, I wish, dude's going to still be on um, page one of the script. Okay? Like, you know what I mean? Right. I, I thought my man, Tony Todd, got screwed. I thought he got screwed in this. Oh, yeah. Okay? Well, I thought yeah. he got screwed just because it's fucking Tony Todd, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, of, of, all the, of all the great cameos in this film, Reggie Bannister got the, the best on-screen death. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was grisly. Yeah. Funny. Kane funny, Hodder's funny. death was horrible because of the CGI. I and like Tony Todd got thrown Jason. into a fucking Houdini tank. A uh, Houdini you know? tank, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Johnny Valentine. But yeah, Kane Hodder, it was weird because like I'm not used to seeing him with hair. And he had kind of that like style yeah. mullet going on. Yeah. And then yeah. that really sculpt, like, sculpted beard that yeah. we've discussed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, but see, what, with, what it made me Tony feel Todd. like... You don't you don't have to see Tony Todd. You hear that voice. Yeah, the and voice. It's like yeah. Instant and then my orgasm. my knees go weak. So I mean, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, mine too. <laughs> I know, right? Um, okay. So, so the thing is, I did not realize how tall Andrew Devoff is, but then seeing him with Tony Todd, who's a mass, I who I've met in person, mm-hmm. giant, like huge guy, and then also Kane Hodder, who is another huge guy. I'm like, damn, he is as tall as fucking Kane Hodder. Like, is he really? Yeah. I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah. And he's a tall guy. Um, I guess uh, when he was living in Spain, he uh, was a soccer player. Oh wow! That he actually did some some uh, playing for some professional team. I I don't really know details about that though. But, <laughs> but I could see you that. Know, and I, then, interestingly, when he got an athletic scholarship for Georgetown University, it was for American football, not the same as football as the rest of the world. Yeah. Does. And he does. He, he said he sucked at you know American football, and I just don't think he has the right build for that. But he, he's a little tall. Yeah. Oh, but I didn't realize he was that tall. But then I'm seeing like these these people I know are huge, and he's like right there, and I'm like, oh my yeah. god, he's, he's a really tall guy. Yes, and I like yeah. that. So so like in his like human form in the film, we've got you know he's very charismatic. You got the eyes, you got the voice, and he's really tall. Of course, yeah. I wish for stuff. I have a question, though, about a part that was not shown in the film, but if you're following it logically, it'd have to be implied. So um, when he goes into the medical school and he steals the human face and puts it on, in that scene, he's still wearing this ratty old um, hooded robe. You know, it's like in tatters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but that doesn't, you know, just because he put on a new face, he doesn't instantly have access to better clothes. They don't show him stealing clothes that are more normal looking. So it's like, did he go into that mall wearing that that hooded? I'm uh, assuming thing? that he did when he met <laughs> Miss Ariella or later to be mannequin. Um, yeah, right, I'm assuming like, that he that did. No. Well, see, it was, like, I, it, it was picture, like high end. It was like a high end kind of like Barney's place or whatever, you know. I, got the I nice pictured scene. that scene in Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he just walks up nude and he's just like, "I yeah. need your clothes." Uh, yeah, motor, yeah, you know. You, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> say <motorcycles>. please. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to say please. <laughs> you forgot to say please. <laughs> <laughs> Any 
that scene, by the way. The guy who comes out, shoots the gun in the air, and says, I can't wait to the man's wheels, son. That's the security guard from Demonic Toys. Mm. Oh, God, Demonic Toys. I used to have fun with Demonic Toys. That's I had uh, I had some like of their promotional yeah. merch I no longer have, but the Jack in the Box I had it, and it was so fucking scary because Jack in the Boxes are scary anyway. They're always scary. Yeah, giving kids anxiety since nineteen mm-hmm. yeah. beginning of time, whatever. I remember, I remember as a little kid thinking, why did my parents give me this fucking thing? I'm like eventually this is gonna pop out, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm like, why do I they hate me? I had anxiety since the womb. And I have it really bad. So, but I had, so my mom, you know, brought home, um, cause you know, she was working at the video store and, you know, a full moon was direct to video and she brought home this demonic toys, really fucking cool. The Jack in the box character. And it was like hideous. I actually got Chucky dolls though too. When, um, uh, child's play, I think two came out. Um, we got all got Chucky dolls, my brothers and I, hey, but if oh, I'm so we're, jealous. Hey, if we're mentioning demonic toys, we we can't uh, go go without mentioning Doll Man versus demonic toys, <laughs> which is my favorite crossover ever. Uh, the, the first time I ever saw D- Doll Man versus demonic toys is when I found out you can shoot Pepsi out of your nose. <laughs> the scene. Hey, the, I got a party trick. No, there's oh. a scene. The scene where they tie up Doll Man. And they, they, they tell him they're waiting for their master to show up. And he goes, who is he? A fucking Ken doll? I was drinking Pepsi. <laughs> and I laughed so hard, Pepsi shot out of my nose. And it hurt me. I actually <laughs> have that as like a, a party skill. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, the carbonation hurts. If you yeah, guys come, totally if you guys come um, <laughs> I, I, I'll do it for you, even though I usually charge. But uh, I can shoot Coke out of my nose. My aunt would uh, pay me, like, because she's rich, and she'd be like, I'll give you $20. And this is when I was a kid. And she'd be like, okay, drink a Coke, and then shoot out your nose. So I got, like, really good at it, and it's just, like, a, a technique, and then I'm like, shoot Coke out of my nose. I gotta get my wallet. <laughs> I'll do it for free. Bye, Daniel. Good night, people. Oh, my. Good night, Daniel. Oh, you're leaving? Good night, Daniel. Wish me luck for tomorrow, please. Do, do you want to? Yeah, good luck. Good, good prize. We'll be thinking about you. Thank you, and you guys. Uh, Daniel, Daniel, do you want to give your rating of the movie? Oh, I should, shouldn't I? Um, yes. Yes. For, for Wishmaster, I'm going to go like 3.5 out of 4. Like, just. <gasps> oh, oh, out of 4. Okay, I thought you were like 10.3 <laughs> out of your man. She's going to smack your fucking ass. <laughs> when horror was in a real rut, this was something unique and original, but it was unique. It, it's really hampered by its limitations. Like the the effects are so corny, and uh, Divoff, you know, I love Divoff in this. He was hamming it up so much, but that's the point. He was hamming it. <coughs> but yeah. uh, it's still a cool movie and something unique and different. Yeah. Okay, good review. Hi, hi, Marks. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> Missed right. you guys. Night. We missed you. Good to see, see you, you Daniel. <laughs> see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs>
we can start doing ratings now. Um, I'll go. I'll go last. I'm known as the most generous of us, and you guys can all agree on that. I, I give the most points because I'm the softy. So I'll go. I'll go last. I will give this. Uh, um, I will say a nine out of ten. Are I, you uh, fucking? No, I. I, I really, no, seriously. Uh, Tammy Lauren is terrible. She's fucking awful in the film. She she tries to like. I I love over the top performances, but uh, she she goes like over the top without really having the ability to do it classically. You know what I'm saying? So she's just like you know that scene where she's like, "You lying sack of shit!" And it's just like, "Yeah, yeah, baby girl, you're awful. Stop. Just don't, don't please." Although and, I and do hundred percent buy her performance at the fuck you on the phone. Yeah, I buy that. And the way she keeps screaming her sister's name, Jenna. You know, it's like, honey girl, shut up, please, please, just shut up. <laughs> I can't take the bug eyed and the and the veiny forehead and all that shit. But uh, everything else is is fine with me. And uh, Peter Atkins, I, I don't think he's a very good writer, but uh, mm. yeah, the situations he creates are fine, you know, because they're meant to get us to these violent sequences. Do getting his jaw ripped off and these gore. Uh, I agree with Sean. Piano Wire. We didn't mention that. That was a great one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> nah. Kurtzman getting ripped off. That was Kurtzman. Yeah, yeah, Kurtzman head ripped off by the yeah. Piano Wire. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Piano Wire, I always think of Audition. Thank you, Jap- yeah. Japan, yeah. for that <laughs> nightmare. So, so, uh, Audition's also, my jam. Also, Howard Berger getting his face bashed in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will I, also. I, I did. Uh, I, I rewatched it for the purposes of this episode, and um, I, I did also have a problem with the fucking uh, the Mister Hyde jumping out of the painting, looking like looking fucking yeah. idiotic. And he's like, <laughs> 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 yeah. So I know yeah. backstory, like backstory. The actor who um, did that scene, he had that whole costume, and he wanted that incorporated into the film, so he did it for him. Oh. Okay. Okay. But yeah, doesn't mean it was necessarily a great idea. But yeah, they. they... Yeah, he was. He was. He was awful. He was awful. <laughs> no, no, Rob. I just want to say something. What? And that? you know that I love you, right? You know that, okay? You're my bro. Yeah. But how the fuck are you gonna Nine shit out. all over Nightmare on Elm Street three, and you're gonna give this a nine out of ten? Are you kidding uh, me? Maybe eight point five. I forgot about Hyde. I forgot about Hyde. Uh, yeah, he's kind of trying to save face now. I'm, oh, no. I'm disappointed in you. As I was going through it, as I was going through it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Hyde, that Hyde jumping out of the painting was awful. So, yeah. Uh, and Tammy Lauren is terrible. And uh, Peter. <laughs> he's but, not uh, missing words. Um, but uh, no, see, no, what it is is I'm with Sean. You know, I love the gore, and the it gore was is great. Fantastic. Was when 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 the gore happens, it's so fucking great. Like mm-hmm. er, like K and B are on fucking fire this whole movie when they get to their curse. Yeah. Like uh, like he said with the skeleton coming out and uh yeah. The, um, I love the, it. the statues coming to life, the, the makeup effects. I on the do statue. have a nitpick about the statues. Why did they have real swords? They're statues. All the statues were, all, it was all made of the same material, especially like ancient or, or older statues like that. It wouldn't have been a real fucking sword. 
I, hey. I had, as an art historian, I had a problem. Okay, thank Candy, you. Candy, Candy, it's a movie. You should really <laughs> just relax. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Candy. This, this movie's about a fucking <laughs> demon genie. That's what I know about. you guys can't see this, but I'm doing it as hard as no, I can. No, I actually can see that. I can see it right now. No, I'm yeah. talking about people are going to listen to this fucking oh, dumpster fire of an episode, okay? So I just want them to know I gave him a very nice middle finger. That's great. Yes. With a grimace. I see you do the finger with the, the whole finger out, like, uh, which disturbs me. Like, yeah. I, I usually do that. Like yeah. This. Yeah. 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 There's very different ways. There's different ways. Yeah. I got tiny hands. It disturbs me. Like, There's the sideways, right? It's, it's, the it's hard for me to do that. So. <laughs> finger is so long like so when you're out you have no understanding of how tiny my hands are i just Dude, do that's this. a huge metal finger look at the size of that fucking thing like this it looks regular it looks fine no, I no, can't like, stand, it like you're really getting the full effect of the entire oh, finger yeah, that's fucking amazing. I, mean, I just you know wish what, Daniel was still here. Yeah. Wait, you know what? Um, you know what they? You know what they say about big fingers, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> big gloves. Big gloves. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Try the feel. See, your girlfriend's pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That time I was being dirty on purpose. Thank you. Uh, who wants to rate next? Because I'm going to go last. Can I go? I'll go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the first time I ever watched this movie was about an hour ago. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> like me, it was a couple days ago. <laughs> and I actually uh, I actually liked this movie a lot more than I expected. Uh, like we were talking about, the practical effects were really good. The yeah. um, the, the um, yeah, Kane Hodder's death in the, in the door, not so great. But yeah. the thing about this movie, and I'm surprised, Candy, you didn't bring this up. The entire, fate, didn't have time. the entire fate of the universe in this film rested on Joe Pilato. He was he the did. drunk. It I rested, did bring him up, but we so had I've so much got, going on at that I've time. Got, I was that I've got notes here, and let me just tell you what my notes on Joe Pilato <laughs> said. I'm going to tell you. My notes say, fat and save the universe. He was, the entire Fate of the universe rested on fat Joe Pilato in this movie. Oh, be nice to Joe <laughs> No, no, it's okay. I'm fat, too. I've got, like, like three chins. He only had, like, two. You know, I'm actually fat because I have a spinal injury. So let's be careful on the fat. The entire fate of the universe in this movie rested on whether or not Joe Pilato drank on that day at work. <laughs> I, I, no, matter of fact, let me take it to an eight because I hate the fact that I hate the fact that it, the, the whole fucking beating vision was rested on. Oh, uh, I wish this guy wasn't drinking. Like, dude, that's how you got beat. Like, she just wished that. He went out like Boba Fett, man. <laughs> he wanted to see that coming. Like a bitch. Right. Right. You went out like a bitch, dude. Like, fuck yeah. out of here. Is, is this, Joe, Joe Pilato was your Sarlacc pit. Like, what's yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the perfect way of putting it. That, that was bullshit. I love Joe Pilato so much. I feel bad, bad mouthing Joe Pilato. We love Joe Pilato, but we love if, your so whole, much, if your whole plot is hinging on whether or not he's drinking, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're gonna have to end this in this episode soon because 
Rob's rating keeps getting lower and lower. Oh, no, I'm okay with it. Let's keep going. <laughs> I wish we could keep going. <laughs> An hour from now, Robert, Rob's going to be like, fuck Robert Kirsten. Fuck this <laughs> movie. Like, and that's it. That's fuck him, stupid. Yeah. yeah, that's Fuck him for making the rage. That movie yeah. sucked. Oh, <laughs> 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 The fucking, the fucking CG birds. Fuck the rage. I, I agree. Yeah, I will second that. Fuck the rage. Yeah. I, I did love Andrew. You know, I, I, I love Rob Kirsten, but that movie sucked so much ass. It was yeah. not. The PC <laughs> was just a shit show, but yeah, that's a different, yeah, tangent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll I'm go there. Shit. But yeah, I hated that movie, too. Here, you will fist bump it through the screen. Uh, uh, Boom. Okay. <laughs> oh, I again, because I agree. Um, I, I inserted myself. But, uh, so what was your... Okay, Dave, I am so distracted tonight. Uh, yes, yeah. And I'm sober. This is just how I am. No, uh, I'm so not. What was, what was your rating again? I don't remember, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, be- yeah. Because... Joe Pilato saved the universe in this movie. Fucking Joe Pilato, right? Yeah. Make it up he for saved, Rose. Joe Pilato saved Rose. this fucking monkey farm. He saved it. Of course he did, because he's fucking Joe Pilato. Of course fuck he did. yeah, that's what I'm talking that's about. like, I want to know what the fuck he's doing with his time. <laughs> I need some Greek salad. Yeah. That's what I got. That's what I got. The love is real for Joe Pilato. Oh, yeah. We can do okay, all who, want, who wants to go next? Uh, Sean, Erica, which one of you? Uh, I'll go. Um, Let's go because I want to last. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Rob, absolutely. <laughs> this is, uh, this will, is uh, uh, drinking that, phrase. That's, yeah, that's Rob's phrase. For those um, playing along, my motherfucker. Uh, another one, Rob. I share your sentiments exactly. Um, I, I'm gonna have to give this a seven out of ten. I love this film for what it's worth. Um, it is the nineties. And like I said, douchebag dudes, shitty wannabe alternative, you know, early, uh, um, breaking Benjamin style music. Um, breaking Benjamin sucks anyway. God damn, that's bad. Yeah. The, the practical effects, the practical effects in this film are definitely on par uh, the CGI is absolutely fucking atrocious. Why a film a film that is directed by a um, makeup artist mm-hmm. that included CGI is beyond me. Um, but you know, whatever. They were probably, D- it was trying to keep up with everything that was going on, and it was kind of like the new revolution. That's what what, what all movies were heading towards at that point. So it's probably just trying to keep up with those films, which I think was right. a bad idea on that yeah. on that death definitely. Yeah. Or, I think it was. I think it was probably a budget <laughs> But uh, Sean is right, and I'm dropping my score to seven point five. What? Yeah, it is fucking atrocious. What are you getting chaos tonight? Like, what's no, going on Wes, here? Wes Craven did the, like with the fucking things coming out of the walls at the end. Wes Craven did that better with a fucking piece of spandex. Yes. Yeah. 
Nightmare on Elm Street. But that's what I was talking about. That was like the early, it's like early CGI. Hey, we need to use the computer thing. It didn't quite yeah, work. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 7.5 out of 10. 7.5, okay. My, my yeah, friend, I, you know, Andre Iskanov made that same mistake with his second film because he was told CGI is the future of filmmaking and you'd better invest all of your profits from your first film into putting CGI effects into your second film. And he said it was like the worst decision he ever made. So... He spent now, years remaking the same film without the CGI. So now it is in vogue to go back to uh, a lot more practical yeah. effects, which I'm yeah. so glad to see as I've waited so long. I've been ready for this moment. Yeah, and he says so he'll I, never do CGI again. It's all practical yeah. effects from here on out. And yeah, I agree with that decision. I think a lot of people Definitely. made that same mistake back then. So Definitely. yeah, I mean, like I said, that, yeah. <clears throat> like I said, it, it works well in sci fi. You know, mm-hmm. you look at something like Blade Runner or, you know, uh, um, uh, oh, what's that that show on Netflix, uh, Altered Carbon. You uh, know, CGI works great in like a cyberpunk setting or sci-fi setting um, or a fantasy and, and setting. Fantasy, Lord of yeah, the Rings, The Hobbit. Rings, yeah. The Hobbit, yeah, for sure. You know, but, but when it comes to horror, like, you know, the roots are in practical effects. You know, you look back to some of the effects in The Burning. And you know, Day of the Dead. Um, and they you know, still they look s- fucking good. Yeah, and you want that good. visceral. You want that visceral experience. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I come to horror movies for. I want that in my face experience. Yeah, and right, it, it gives right. it a realism, and it and it definitely ages beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which we can't say about CGI because this, you know, with uh, as with all technology, it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. always something. Just like we buy the new iPhone, and then and then all of a sudden it's out of date because there's another new iPhone. You know. No. Yeah. And it's and and I can that. use I can use The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. you know, as an example. Yeah, we've you done can, that before. <laughs> you can watch you can watch The Walking Dead, and there are some practical effects that look really well. Because that's Nicotera the right there. All of the gunshots, all of the gunshots are CGI. And, and, they, and, they, and, they, look at, and those and magical look at, swords through skulls of butter, I hate that shit. I yeah. hated that too, yeah. yeah. I agree like, there's a skull there. It, it's yeah. not going to go through like that. No, no, no. Because, no. I mean, they do it so smooth. Like, like there's no resistance, whatever. Sorry, but sorry. I bitched about that before. And many, I think every season I bitched about that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep my it's record. Like my favorite. My favorite werewolf movie is uh, Bad Moon. I love Bad Moon, mm-hmm. but the transformation effect is like that fucking old 90s morphing effect. I love yeah. that, yeah. Old school. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's just like, uh, like the werewolf looks so good, but like then he does the morphing effect into the werewolf, oh, and it's like... Yeah. Everything else is amazing about the movie, but that is just like... <sighs> like they had a spot like Terminator 2 where you know the, yeah. the metal guy morphs into other characters and it was like yeah. and overused this, everywhere. This, yeah. this, is, this is why this is why American Werewolf in London. They were like London, flexing so. nuts about it. Basically. Yeah, it's American. Yeah, exactly. Are American Werewolf in London. Yeah, that set the standard. Yeah, that set oh, yeah. the fucking standard. I'm sorry I caught you a meatloaf chat. <laughs> he loves chat. <laughs> he's got the little Mickey Mouse. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about American Werewolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. at some point. I will not say when. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to let Erica go before yeah. me. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to hear what everyone else said before I chipped in. So, um, 
I guess one one nitpick that I it's kind of relatively minor, but I meant to mention it before um, before I get my rating. This movie is too well lit for the most part. Yeah, it's pretty bright. Uh, which I think a lot of '90s films made this mistake, but it's like yes. yeah, the for instance the gin makeup is cool and they did a good job with it, but I think they should have left it more like in the scenes where he's talking with the Buck Flower character, where he's like has that hood and he's in shadow. Leave him a little more mysterious. Yeah, like murky. In like in the in the brightly lit room where he's you know having that confrontation with Alexandra, it's like I just I I don't know I don't like seeing that well lit monster kind of thing. I I wish it had been left more mysterious, a little more shadowy. And, Definitely. Uh, so I mean that's like maybe a relatively minor nitpick but seems like a mistake that i've seen with a lot of movies that came out around that same time period um and i had the same issue with the cgi too but i can kind of overlook that because they were they were sort of experimenting with new technology it just didn't age well really so i'm like yeah, yeah i don't think at that point they, were... they knew you know they couldn't have foreseen <clears throat> that yeah. it was gonna do you know become what it has become right. and changed so I mean, much Ideally, if they could have just only done practical effects, it would have been a lot better. But I think my main gripe, um, why I would knock as many points off as I will, is because of the stuff with the Alex character between Tammy Lauren's acting. Not all of which was her fault, because some of it, I think, was the direction. Some of it was the the weird script. Like, you know, like, why did they write this character this way? Why all this... Uh, exposition when they could have done a flashback and I thought or a, there was there was a point uh, or two where she did actually act pretty well like yeah, when she's first experiencing you know the sort of scenes of the gin taking the souls and she's kind of like bucking and screaming i thought that was really well done actually and the, right yeah, like some it just went so i don't know over the top and i was just kind of like yeah but i i know from the interviews that she wasn't really happy with those scenes either but since it did end up in the final cut of the movie, it's going to impact my final score. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to give it 6.5 out of 10. All right. On the upside, like it is a fun movie. It's totally like you know, have a beer and watch it with your friends kind of thing. It's more fun on the big screen. Um, Andrew Devos performance is a ton of fun. It's also great seeing these other horror icons in there, Robert England, Tony Todd, Reggie Bannister, and these other people. So, I mean, there are some really like fun, endearing things about it. It's just that those particular nitpicks that I have is what made me decrease it to that, my score. Right. To that one. You know, and I think, I think that was the biggest, that's the biggest sell for this is that it's like the Avengers of horror. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Except with, but, you know, that the roles were a bit more minor. Yeah. Right, yeah. Now, I, I have to, now that Erica says that about the, the lighting. <laughs> You're going to drop your score again. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of ten. <laughs> she is absolutely right. Seven out of ten. <laughs> okay, Holy now, shit. For me, uh, I, I feel like I'm about to get lynch mobs. So that's why I went like. You're going to get lynch mobbed by Rob dropping his fucking score again. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, uh, for those of you playing along at home, I, I did sort of foreshadow my score. Um, I gave it a four out of ten Tammy Lawrence. Oh! <laughs> that's a hot take. Yeah, it's a, that's a pretty hot take. I, I felt like I was pretty hot take through the whole thing. I kept that energy the entire time. Uh, you know that um, as uh, a decade of horror, I'm very disappointed in the 90s in general. Um, but I didn't think I was even going to rate it this high. I really, uh, but Andrew D. Wells is, I shit you not. I'm not joking. <laughs> Okay, but Andrew Debob, um, there's something about him that, like, when he was in human form, like, he was so good at, you know, just that that part of, of the human part and just being so smooth and stuff. That I kind of got a crush on him now. Don't tell him, because all we need is another chapter in Candy Celebrity Awkward Encounters, okay? We, we don't need any more chapters right now. I'm sure I'll make some, but, you know, please limit that. I, I think we so, do. So I was kind of I was kind of into that, um, you know, the celebrity uh, cameos of uh, horror. You know, it was kind of a who's who. Uh, I, I was I was very happy to, to see them. Uh, a lot of people that I loved in other movies. Um, so they 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 gave that's a worth a point. <laughs> uh, you know, the effects uh, for the most part, uh, especially the practical effects, were really well done. They made me laugh. Um, I enjoyed them. Uh, so yeah, so point for that. Um, yeah, I, it, you guys know I gave my four things and you got four points. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like '90s horror, guys. You guys have to change my mind. But everything that I, there is to love, I do love. Okay, mm-hmm. Andrew Debuff, great job. You can tell him that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought he he made me like continue the movie. I did continue the movie for that, and. Um, I, uh, and for the effects, you know, all the things like that. But yeah, I can't, I can't give it any more points than that. I mean, uh, if you think that's a hot take, which we do scream, okay? Oh, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I actually like scream. I was a joke. That's funny. Um, I was gonna say, I thought I was the one who would have the most like harsh rating of everyone. So yeah. and I'm, and, and the crazy part is, I'm the most generous scorer <laughs> of us all. Okay. I, I gave. I, I, I'm, because I'm such a softy, but this movie took all the softness from my heart. And it <laughs> was like, go to town and fuck it up. And I yeah. kind of did. And, and I, I can attest, because when we watched this the other day, she was like side eyeing me the whole time. <laughs> like, you really like this? And I'm like, I'm over here having fun. I asked him probably know? 10 times, like, throughout the movie, are you, you're really digging this? You, you actually like this movie? Yeah. Like, this is fun for you? Okay. It kind of reminds yeah. me of my friend watched this, and he said, of all the, the terrible things I will never forgive you for, I will never forgive you for this the most. <laughs> Especially since I, I, he, he liked Wishmaster, too. Like, he laughed his ass oh. off through that whole movie. And I was thought he was, like, a lot more hard on the first one. So. Yeah, but my last like came, yeah, came from the gore. There was no other joy for me. Um, like I said, uh, you know, there was a solid performance from Andrew D. Bob. I, I definitely bought that, uh, you know, sure, and I bought it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> That's the best I can do, and I know that makes me sound so horrible because I'm always so generous, but usually you're doing a lot of films that I pick that I know that I like, but, I, but this season, season three, I have uh, collated from all of you 
um, films. So as we're getting to your candy be less generous this season. Just yeah. Saying. yeah. We're going to get the other side of candy. I'm anxious to hear what you say about Friday Five because you know we may have to get divorced. Hey, you know what? Oh. I might surprise you. No. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I, I can't wait to have that discussion about Friday Five because but, it's 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 I definitely I definitely have to take my penance for uh my uh my opinion on uh Nightmare Three. Because, uh, no, uh, you. You know, I will accept that apology in written form. No, see, no, I, 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 that's, I, I, I'm asking to go first because I need to explain myself because I was entirely too drunk to get my point across why I dislike Nightmare Three. So I think I need to explain myself as, especially if the. How about you explain that when we do Friday Five coming soon? I'm, I will, I will. I, I definitely will. I, I will let you have the floor. I'll let you start us out and say, in my defense, blah, blah, blah. So that way, um, yeah. that part of my heart that's splintered can heal. Um, um, speaking, of, um, thanks, speaking of movies that I'm really excited to talk about, um, we have a really fun win coming up next, and that will be uh, Halloween 3. Oh, and that oh, is a boy. that's a very love it or hate it. There is no in between. And it also has my new old man crush because all my other old men crushes died this year. Um, um, oh, wow. Sean Saxon and Sean Connery, they're dead. So I had to have a new old man crush, Tom Atkins. So I'm really excited. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't fuck this up for us, Candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it my fault? <laughs> Because you already said, oh, I already lost two old man crushes, and it's like, uh, don't jinx it that we lose. Because uh, we, we all have that crush on Tom Atkins. Don't jinx yeah. it. Before. Every one of us is in love with no. him. Truth, truth. We you all know, love Tom I, Atkins. I think, I think in honor of us doing Halloween 3, I'm going to have to regrow the, the mustache. I was going to ask. I'm going to on those divorce papers. If you fucking do that, I swear to God. No, no, I will make your life. No, no, Sean, don't hell. worry about it. divorces you, I'll marry you and shit with that mustache around. Oh, <laughs> shit. But who are you? I'm coming to New York. Start spreading the news. That's I right. Know. I don't know how to get her. <laughs> 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 